Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, the Democratic Party just stole the 2024 election long before the polls opened. The Supreme Court of Colorado in a 4-3 decision without Trump ever being convicted of January 6th or any of that other garbage just said Trump is off the ballot in the primary so you can't vote for him to be president. And they say other states will follow. We've seen Jack Smith and the politically motivated operations. We've seen trials in New York without juries against Trump. This is criminal activity in front of everyone. This is the oligarchy that's hijacked our country setting up a totalitarian dictatorship in our face. The Supreme Court must act quickly to overturn this, but you see the incredible pressure going on against the U.S. Supreme Court right now by the media, the attacks on Clarence Thomas and more. This is a dark day for our republic. They're making their move. When all these indictments of Trump blew up in their face and made his approval rating go up even higher, 10, 15 points above Biden, they didn't stop. So now they're moving and have been successful in Colorado to take him off the ballot so you can't vote for him. The definition of stealing an election. We'll be covering this all live tomorrow at 11 a.m. Central on the Alex Jones Show at InfoWars.com forward slash show. You can follow us right here at X. But this is incredible. And, and look, it shows what tyrants do throughout history. When they're cornered, when a bureaucracy, when a coup is exposed, it digs in and it goes for broke. And this has happened right now. Remember, they've indicted him federally for saying the election was stolen in 2020 when there's massive evidence. But regardless of what we think about that evidence, this is open election meddling. This is saying you can't vote for who you want to. And they just did it last year in Brazil when Bolsonaro questioned the election. The State Department went down there and got their government to pass a law saying Bolsonaro can't run for president either. That's what they're doing. They're telling you who you can and can't vote for. Infowars.com, tomorrow's news today. The tyrants are up in your grill, but the good news is humanity's awakened and it's not going along with this. But 2024, just days away, is going to be spectacularly crazy. As Dorothy says in The Wizard of Oz, Toto, we're not in Kansas anymore. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the American Journal. That is the latest from Alex Jones. You can find that exclusively on X at Real Alex Jones. We have a lot to cover today. That is going to be our top story, of course. Trump being kicked off of the Colorado ballot. Or is he? What does that really mean? And we'll look at uh, some of the reactions from across the political spectrum. Of course, it's the last show we'll be doing before Christmas. And somebody in a big red suit left me a present here. And I was told from some elves that I should open it on air. So we're going to do that right now. I hope this isn't anything embarrassing, Santa. Santa in the control room. It's something. It certainly is something. (laughs) Oh, wow. Beautiful. It's the abolition of man. 
Wow, that is a beautiful book. The Abolition of Man. We'll have to read some excerpts from this. C.S. Lewis. Is this the C.S. Lewis book or is this an experiment in four parts? Ooh. Whoa, it's, it's a creepy. It's an AI book. comic book. It's an AI comic book. That's that, what this is. That uh, hardback cover is uh, furnished in uh, human human flesh. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's, That's right. The least Christmas spirit gift I've ever got. No, this is uh, this is crazy. Guess how many foreskins went into that one? <laughs> the world's first AI illustrated comic returns in a deluxe hardcover edition well thank you santa whoever you are i mean santa is real santa is real and that's the position of this network and we will not uh deviate from that solid truth we'll be right back it's wednesday december 20th year of our lord 2023 and you're listening to the american journal with your host harrison smith Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing. Get everybody in the stuff. All right, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video. This will be our last live broadcast before Christmas, so let's make it a good one. We have a lot to talk about before we go on a slightly extended break. Hopefully nothing big happens in the next uh, five days or so. We'll see. We'll see about that. Of course, hope everybody is doing well. We have a big show for you today. Lots of videos to get to. Of course, the main topic will be this decision by the Supreme Court in Colorado to remove Trump from the ballot. Is it legal? That's debatable. Is it moral? Absolutely not. And we'll look at reactions from across the political spectrum. Some very admirable responses and some very... Typical, predictable, and despicable responses as well. I think today would be a very good day for Donald Trump to get back on Twitter. I know whenever he does, it's going to be a a huge deal. But honestly, he's missing out on so much. I mean, does he know what spaces are? Does he know what Twitter spaces is? Does he realize he could be holding a roundtable? where literally everybody with a Twitter account will be scrambling to try to get in and he'll be able to pick and choose who to bring up and who to talk to. And you could have, because as soon as Trump gets on, I mean, obviously there are a lot of politicians that are involved in this sort of stuff, right? Matt Gates jumped on with Elon Musk and Alex Jones. I mean, today would be, it'd be a great day. It'd be a great day, Trump. Be a great day for Donald Trump. Tweet out, I'll be on Spaces in one hour. Hope to see you there. It'll be the biggest ever. Elon Musk will jump on. I'm sure Vivek and Matt Gates. I'm sure anybody in the political sphere will drop whatever they're doing to hop on Spaces. You can sit there and hold a roundtable on, on Twitter. It would be monumental. I don't know why he's not taking advantage of the new Twitter ownership and and he should just be dominating the media landscape like he was in 2016 what is he doing oh right going from courthouse to courthouse being sued and charged in a variety of entirely spurious legal proceedings 
that's what he's actually doing. But it'd be it'd be a good day. It'd be a good day, Trump, for you to hop on Twitter. If anybody's listening to this, know somebody who knows Trump. Yeah, maybe tell him to hop on Twitter. Maybe today's the day, but we'll see. So yeah, lots to cover. I think uh, Chase Geyser is going to be joining us in the third hour. We'll take your phone calls with Chase if he shows up. I don't know. We I asked him yesterday. He said yes, and we'll see if he's uh, able to carve out some time to come on. Either way, we'll take your phone calls, show you lots of videos, lots of reports to get to. So let's just jump into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks. Daily Dispatch for Wednesday, the 20th of December, 2023. Trump is disqualified from the 2024 ballot, Colorado court says, in an explosive ruling. This, of course, is a deeply dishonest way to report it, using words that seem to express some sort of authority. Disqualified. It has sort of a depersonalized feel to it, as if it's just something that happened that everybody has to deal with. But it's not. It's not. And we'll, we'll get into exactly what this means and, of course, all the responses to it here later in the show. But the way the New York Times reports it is this. The decision, the first by a court to find that Donald Trump is ineligible to hold office again because he engaged in insurrection, is likely to put a monumental case before the U.S. Supreme Court. Colorado's top court on Tuesday uh, ruled on Tuesday that former President Donald J. Trump is disqualified from holding office again because he engaged in insurrection with his action leading up to the January 6th storming of the Capitol, an explosive ruling that is likely to put the basic contours of the 2024 election in the hands of the U.S. Supreme Court. And of course, aside from the claims of the election being stolen, aside from the claims of January 6th being an insurrection, all of these things, totally baseless nonsense, obviously. But aside from all of that, at the very least, this is a trial without a defense. This is a conviction without a trial, really. This is a legal proceeding and a legal punishment being levied on somebody who was not given a chance to defend themselves, was not charged with the crime that they are now being punished with. It's just punishment by dictate. It's a conviction by assertion. They're just saying, we think you're guilty of this, so we're going to punish you. You don't get a chance to defend yourself. I mean, at least at least they held show trials for January 6th. So this is like a step beyond that. And of course, we know from Letitia James's statement, they rigged the uh, court case in New York or get, coming out and saying like, we'd already decided he was guilty before it ever went to the, like me and the judge, we decided he was guilty already. So now we're going through the, the procedure to make it look like we're having a fair trial, but we already decided so it's just the absolute destruction of the rule of law completely. Again, we'll get into it a lot later, so I'll, I'll keep my powder dry for now. But uh, from Greg Price, here's a little ray of hope for you. Uh, the Colorado decision removing Trump from the ballot is so absurd that the justices stayed their own ruling until January 4th. And if Trump appeals it to the Supreme Court before then, which he will, his name will continue to appear on the ballot unless SCOTUS rules, uh, rules otherwise. So it appears as though he will actually still be on the ballot. That being said, this is still an egregious violation of our sacred democracy. Oh, the sacred democracy that we must protect. 
Again, we'll get into it. We'll get into it a little bit later. Stay tuned for that. Meanwhile, California allows wastewater to be recycled into drinking water. Yes, folks, California officials on Tuesday voted to allow wastewater from showers and toilets to be purified into drinking water as the state braces for years of drought-induced shortages. And by drought-induced shortages, what they mean is that they're allowing corporations to water endless acres of uh, almond plants and olive groves while simultaneously pouring by the millions of gallons water, fresh water into the sea for no particular reason. It's mismanagement. It's not drought. It's there's water in abundance in California. It's just not being used right. So now Californians, I guess, I guess they've gotten used to the poop everywhere on the streets and now they actually want to imbibe it themselves. It's just like uh, it's like a drug. It's like once you're exposed to enough human feces, that exposure doesn't do the doesn't do the trick and you need more. You need more and more and more. So now it's on the now it's on the roads, now it's in the air, now it's actually going to be in your drinking water as Californians prepare to literally drink poop water. It's the 21st century. Meanwhile, Israel offers new deal to Hamas. Israel is ready to briefly halt its military operation in Gaza Strip if the militant group Hamas releases more hostages. Axios and multiple Israeli media reported on Tuesday, citing officials and sources with knowledge of ongoing negotiations. The proposal was delivered through Qatari mediators and reportedly envisages a seven-day-long ceasefire in exchange for the release of up to 40 women, elderly, and sick sick people, according to Channel 12. Hamas requested a complete cessation of hostilities, but according to the broadcaster, the demand is unacceptable to the Israeli leadership, which had vowed to continue the war until a Palestinian militant group is neutralized or until everyone's dead, you know, whichever. Meanwhile, U.S. court orders release of 180 Epstein-linked names. A federal judge in New York has ruled to unseal the document that contains the identifying information of an estimated 180 people. Connected in some manner to Jeffrey Epstein, the convicted pedophile died in 2019 in a New York jail, and the documents are related to the case that put him there. It's a 51-page order that was published on Monday, noting that the previous hearings have established that names would not be uh, would not remain redacted indefinitely. So this is still not not even really a large percentage of the names in the list, but 180 names. We'll see. We'll see about that. And we'll talk a little bit more about it uh, later. Finally, we have this. U.S. illegal border crossings reach all-time high with over 14,000 in a single day. This will be another big topic we'll discuss today as the the invasion is reaching almost comical levels. It's almost funny, except it's the destruction of our nation. Winter isn't coming. Winter is here. And while the sun isn't helping us produce as much vitamin D, do yourself a favor and try InfoWars Life Winter Sun Plus. Winter Sun Plus is a powerful vitamin D-based formula bringing you straight vitamin D3 free of toxic chemicals, allergens, preservatives, artificial colors, and GMOs. Our vitamin D3 formula supports the body's natural immune system, promotes calcium absorption for healthy bones and teeth, and helps sustain healthy tissue and systems of the body. In addition to the vitamin D, Winter Sun Plus includes vitamin K and E to enhance the formula and provide you with even more whole body support. And all these vitamins are presented in a way that is both delicious and easy to absorb. When the winters come, they come cold. So weather the storm and supplement with Winter Sun Plus at InfoWarsStore.com. 
What have you had a chance to take on the globalist? What have you had a chance to stand up against everything the UN and Bill Clinton and Barack Obama and all these globalists are doing? Would you support it? Well, guess what? We're not some fly-by-night operation. I've been on air 29 years, and we have devastated the New World Order together. But now more than ever, I need your support, and I make it easy by bringing you the best books, the best films, the best supplements, the best water filtration, the best everything. And right now for Christmas, only a week or so left, free shipping store-wide, double Patriot points, X2 back in stock, massively discounted, Vitamineral Fusion, about to sell out, still discounted. Turbo Force, 10 hours of energy, back in stock. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com right now, ladies and gentlemen, and get great products and fund the InfoWar. I respectfully ask for your support, and I thank you for your support. God bless. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what, what a ridiculous charade we're all being forced in one way or another to participate in. Honestly, I just have to laugh. I just have to laugh at it at this point. Especially, you know, often we try to start the show on a little bit of a lighter note. You know, I know people are just waking up. Nobody wants to Nobody wants to wake up to the reality of the world this early in the morning. So we try to ease ourselves into it. And usually we have some just embarrassing collapse of Biden in one way or another. Whether it's a literal physical collapse or a mental collapse or you know, something that's just reminds us the reality that we're in the world. We're in the year 2023. The United States still the most powerful country in the history of the world. And it's being run by just a incompetent mess. I mean, it's just, he's just a mess. And again, it's, it's just crazy to just remember what the world was like when Donald Trump was president. He was out there just just killing it, just firing on every cylinder, just every day in front of the cameras, every day being very public about what exactly he was doing, goals he was trying to accomplish, just constant nitpicking about every single little thing that he did. But he'd get up in front of the cameras, in front of the media, and just go toe-to-toe with them while they're simultaneously saying, uh, he has dementia, like just coming up with all this crap. Biden, it's like, if Biden died a month ago, would we know? Would anybody care? Does he do anything? Have we seen him recently do anything? Occasionally he hobbles across the White House lawn, just like yells something at somebody from like 50 yards away while his handlers hurry to, to rush him away from everybody. It's just like, it's just a night and day difference. And we wouldn't even know. I mean, literally, if Biden just sat in the Darth Vader, you know, uh, gas tank for 
23 hours a day nobody would know like it would be fine be fine everything would just continue on and just like what is he doing what is he doing what is biden doing these days anybody know and for a couple months he was just laying on the beach like a jellyfish i mean what's he doing now anybody know anybody care does it matter that we are in a country that's being run by a non-entity And that's just the first layer, you know, and then you're talking about the American society. You're peeling onions. You're, you're peeling the layers of an onion, and after each peel underneath it, well, it's a cackling imbecile named Kamala Harris. And again, it's just like, what, what is this? What have they done to us? How is this real life? Honestly, how is this real life? Joe Biden, the brain-dead, walking zombie amphetamine commercial, and Kamala Harris, just the dumbest broad in politics, and they're the, they're the leaders of our country, ostensibly, right? The real leaders are the unelected permanent bureaucrats that none of us ever voted for and yet have been setting our policy and speaking on behalf of America for the last several decades. Victoria Newland, Anthony Blinken, these types of people. They're the ones actually running the country because it's not actually a democracy because we don't actually have a say in what our country does. We vote for the, the shells. We vote for the flesh pods that they parade in front of us to distract and infuriate us while behind the scenes, the hyper-vigilant, hyper-capable, hyper-evil unelected bureaucrats are just running everything with complete almost like abject disdain for the goodwill of the american people all this is to say we have some some videos again to show you not of joe biden this time but of kamala harris and it's hard to even understand what she's saying Uh, clip number 11 here this is kamala harris She's trying to say something, certainly, and we'll try to figure out what that is. Let's watch. You know, every election cycle, we talk about this is the most election of our lifetime. Mm. Lawrence, this one is. It really this is. This one is. It's the most we election. We are literally talking about people who are attempting oh to God. divide our country Whoa. in the most crude, frankly, wow. and profound way. Crude and profound. talking about those okay. who are intent and purposeful to, to attack fundamental freedoms, be it the freedom you know, to make a decision about, about your own body, the freedom to love Words are coming out of her mouth, in her brain, she's just like, pride. I'm killing this. I sound like I know exactly what I'm talking about. Violence and hate. Wow. The freedom to Incredible. just be. The freedom, freedom to, to just be. be. Wow. You know, a lot of people make jokes where it's like, here's Kamala Harris's speechwriter, and it's like a preschooler. I think her speechwriter is more like the advertising agency that like Monsanto hires to make those ads that just make no sense. Or it's just like a bunch of Puerto Rican teens like twerking under a overpass, and the voiceover is just like, we are the generation that's going to change the world. It's just like a Monsanto logo at the end, and you're like, what did I just watch? What is this? That's the feeling I get. Like McDonald, like whoever writes the ads for McDonald's, where they they try to make 
you know, eating pink slime chicken nugget gruel that they charge you six dollars for is somehow a, a revolutionary act of you know resistance against a, a fascist government you know it's just like the nugget oh the nuggets right yeah uh, you know it's less of a preschool and more of just like if i put enough emotion into the nonsense that i'm saying it sounds profound hate love good bad this is the most election of our lifetime out of all of the election this one the most dennis reynolds speechwriter incredible so that's kamala harris with a very powerful statement about how this is the most election of our lifetime how can you disagree how can you disagree i think there's another one on here isn't there all right let's uh let's go to nine uh, we'll well uh, all right, we'll go down. Where, what, what, is, what is Kamala Harris uh, up to? What is she actually doing these days? Let's watch. Hey, everyone. So I have some news. We're heading back out on the road. This time, we are going to start our Fight for Our Reproductive Freedoms Tour. We're going to start in Wisconsin. We're going to be organizing. We're going to be gathering. We're going to be building coalition and community to fight for reproductive freedom. There is a full-on attack in our country against the ability of people to just make decisions about their own body and their life. So join me. I will see you soon and take care. So that's what Kamala Harris is doing. She's doing a cross-country tour in defense of uh, reproductive, in defense of abortion. abortion. I mean, honestly, this G-Prime comic, we'll show you on the other side. It just encapsulates everything about Kamal Harris. And we'll get into the Donald Trump Colorado thing. Oh, we just want to ease into it. Never forget that the answer to 1984 is 1776. We've come a long way in the fight against tyranny. And it's been listeners and viewers like you that have kept us Plug on air. That's why we bring you the very best products so you love them, so you enjoy them. And so you come back and get them again and again so we can stay on the air in the fight against the globalists. Because it's viewers like you that keep this operation on air. And here we are. Another Christmas is here. Being the biggest sale of the year. Storewide free shipping. Double Patriot points, up to 60% off, storewide. My new book, The Great Awakening, get a signed or unsigned copy, it's all there. X2, finally back in stock. Turbo Force, finally back in stock. It's all there at InfoWarsStore.com. So I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas. I want to thank you all for your support. We're in this fight together. And I will encourage you now to get storewide free shipping, double Patriot points, up to 60% off on all the great products at InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news. Today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. Have yourself a merry. I think we were, I think we were tricked Christmas. by the past. I think that's what happened. Like the 1930s, 40s. And even even later in that, like it convinced us that tyranny had this like hyper um, capable, like you expect like a dude in a military uniform, clean cut. It's like scary how intelligent he is and he's just like you know, forcing you to do things. 
when in reality, the tyranny that we're experiencing is just this hodgepodge mix of people who are incapable and people who are hyper capable, but super evil and behind the scenes, you don't even know who they are. And instead of a like singular dictator that's ordering everything from on top, the people technically on top are just bumbling idiots that are just constantly embroiled in some nonsense cause that nobody even cares about while the people underneath them technically, but actually running things are just carrying out these diffuse kind of missions that infiltrate the justice department from every level. It's just this like weird kind of hive mind tyranny that we're dealing with that it it almost makes sense. Why just the average person just can't even figure it out. They're just like, we're being tyrannized. What? There's like, but Joe Biden's laying on a beach. How can he be tyrannizing us? How can we be tyrannized by a guy who gets ordered around by the Easter Bunny? This doesn't make any sense. We're not being, we're not being, he's not a dictator. How can he be a dictator? The only thing that he's done in the last month was release some sort of racist version of the nutcracker. Like he's how, he's not tyrannizing it. So it's this weird diffuse kind of tyranny that we're dealing with that is frankly kind of insulting. I would uh, honestly be happier with some Nazi or some Joseph Stalin style communist just like kicking your door down and dragging off your neighbors like, wow, this is tyranny. This is the real deal. I can see this and I recognize it. Instead, we have this smiling, gleaming, retarded tyranny. They're just like, we are focused completely on making sure to defend your right to kill your baby just like the economy is crashing you're starting wars across the world this is the crazy thing show the video in the last one kamala harris announces nationwide reproductive freedoms tour that will kick off in wisconsin we are on the cusp of world war three the ukraine war has killed hundreds of thousands of people and continues to spiral and dwindle into just this festering open sore of human misery you've got shipping being shut down through the suez canal as there's yet another axis of evil and coalition of the willing getting together and gearing up for the third in the trilogy of mid-east wars that are incredibly and entirely detrimental to all of our national interest You've got an ongoing slaughter in Gaza, killing tens of thousands of children in an unrelenting campaign of bombing. You've got an open border with 15,000 people crossing in a single day, and those are just the ones that are being processed as tens of millions of people from all over the world are funneled into our country in complete violation of all of our laws. The economy is the worst it's been in my lifetime with people unable to afford basic groceries, dipping into their savings to deal with the most routine emergencies. People unable to afford houses. It's just everything is collapsing. And this shrieking harpy is going around. 
trying to make it easier for people to kill their babies. Like that's their focus. That's their priorities. That's what they're doing. How everybody isn't just insulted by this is beyond me. Across our nation, there's a full-on attack on a woman's fundamental right to make decisions about her own body, Harris wrote on a post on X. Just just missiles going into hospitals. Just rebel pirates storming onto shipping lanes and killing the crew. Ukrainian 45-year-olds being grabbed by the conscription officers and shoved into a uniform to go die in the meat grinder on the front lines. In the new year, I'll be traveling the country to organize, build community, and fight back. Just murder rates skyrocketing. Murderers let out of prison just roaming the streets, gunning down innocent family men. Because when we fight, we win. Just ripping babies out of the womb, leaving them to die cold on a hospital floor. It's just, it's sickening. All of this is just so gut-wrenchingly disgusting, everything they do. And again, this comic that I talked about, it really sums it all up. It's from back when, on Memorial Day, Kamala Harris's only note was, Enjoy the long weekend. Enjoy the long weekend, you guys. It's from uh, G Prime 85. George Alexopoulos it's a little kid whose father, you know, joined the military, signed up to be in service, do his patriotic duty, gave his life. Now poor kid is stuck with the responsibility of growing up alone, clutching the flag that represents the thing he died for. And here comes Kamal Harris stepping in. Enjoy the long weekend. Enjoy the long weekend, you guys. And, of course, Joe Biden just eating ice cream cone like a diseased skeleton in the background. It really it sums it all up. Sums it all up. So we'll move on. But, I, you know, I feel like with all the stuff, with all the removing from the ballot and the trials and the imprisoning journalists and the just complete dismantling of our entire sacred way of life, like it's – sort of embodied all, I think, in the fact that Kamala Harris, the last place Democratic primary contender, was kicked out of the race almost before it even began, humiliated on the debate stage, rejected entirely by the collective will of the Democratic voters, and yet appointed to the vice presidency spot where she has languished in abysmal failure ever since and now she's traveling around the country to make sure you can kill your babies because they have to they have to pretend that they're the victims they have to pretend they're fighting against something they have to pretend that they're standing up for rights of some sort as a distraction from everything that actually matters and is actually going on so i put together this little little collage yesterday talking about our democracy because it's not just america where this is happening it is in fact, around the Western world, of course, the story from America, Colorado Supreme Court disqualifies Trump from state's 2024 ballot under the U.S. Constitution's insurrection cause, uh, clause, despite the Senate acquitting Trump of the charge of inciting an insurrection. 
So this is our democracy. Not only is this obvious election rigging, obvious political gamesmanship in order to subvert the will of the American people, but it would be wrong even if it was just a private citizen. You get charged with something. You go to trial. You defend yourself against it. You get acquitted of those charges only to have some judge that you never got to present a case to decide actually you were guilty the whole time and you're going to be punished for it. It's not just a subversion and the undermining of our constitution, constitutional rights to actually have a government by the people for the people. But it's just a blatant violation of just legal process in general. But it's to save our democracy. If we have to get rid of elections to save our democracy, we'll do it. If we have to jail journalists and destroy free speech to save democracy, we'll do it. If we have to be authoritarian to save Please democracy, do not we'll do it. That my book has gone number one on a bunch of the different subcharts. The Great Awakening, part two of the Great Reset, twice as long. The plan to defeat the globalists launched the next great renaissance. But if you want to get destroyed for shipping, double Patriot points, Turbo Force, the best nootropic, 10-hour clean energy booster. It, it, it's the highest quality ingredients. It's amazing. Turbo Force, back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. Up to 60% off on so many great products that are there. Winter Sun, the highest quality vitamin D3 that boosts your immune system, take it under the tongue for absorption. It's back in stock, 40% off. Winter Sun, Turbo Force. X2, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, DNA Force Plus, Vaso Beach for your blood and your heart and what it does for a nitric boost. Nitric boost. It's all there. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. you guys they keep telling us that in fact they won't shut up about it everything they're doing is of course to defend our democracy mail-in balloting completely undermining the legitimacy of the elections that's to save democracy we have to imprison journalists and throw peaceful protesters in prison for decades to save democracy to get rid of voting potentially save democracy we at the very least have to have obscure bureaucratic pyramid structures 
throughout the country destroy the leading presidential candidate so that you can't vote for him, you know, to save democracy. We know how important this is because they're willing to send us to war to save our sacred democracy, and not just here, but around the world. Again, beyond the political implications of this, the mere double jeopardy being instituted here would alone make this charge wrong, bad, not legitimate. In 2021, the U.S. Senate charged Donald Trump with insurrection. Inciting an insurrection, he was acquitted. And as rigged as, and nonsensical as that whole dog and pony show was, he at least got to present a case for his defense. It's like, if it, that might be like the bedrock thing that our entire society is built on. Jury of your peers, the right to face your accusers, the right to present a defense and hear the charges against you. Like out of anything from the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, that might be the bedrock, not just American government foundation, but like Western society as a whole has been a very long and drawn out trial and error session getting us to the point where you can't just have secret trials or people imprisoned without being able to face their accusers, without even knowing the crime that they're being imprisoned for. If you want to pick the one bedrock of freedom, it's the right to trial of a jury of your peers, unbiased strangers who ostensibly, and they take an oath to look at the evidence in a completely dispassionate way and come to the truth of the matter, regardless of who it is that's being charged or what they're being charged with. All that matters is that both sides are able to present a case and an unbiased jury of regular citizens gets to decide. That is the, ba- that is the bedrock foundational concept behind all of Western civilization, honestly. And it's the one thing that gets eliminated when tyranny comes to pass. That's the thing that the Nazis and the communists and tyrants anywhere in the world, that's the thing they get rid of. They say, we accuse you of something and you're guilty. You go to jail. You don't have a right to protest. You don't have a right to present your case. Trial by dictate. That's what we're entering into. That is what's happening here. Again, just to illustrate where our democracy is, our wonderful democracy, yeah, that's a great Biden and Trump, that's, that's kind of hard to, that's kind of hard to choose. You have a choice. They are still giving you a choice. It's just between Biden or not Biden. And not Biden, it's really just sort of a symbolic option. So again, these are the contradictions of our, our democracy trademarked senate equips uh, acquits trump in impeachment trial only to have the colorado supreme court decide he is in fact guilty of insurrection and is therefore being removed from the ballot in other words they are doling out to him the punishment 
for the crime of which he was tried and acquitted. Again, not just in America. Democracy, of course, means the, the will of the majority. It means what the people want, the people get. Unless, of course, what the people want is at odds with what the elite want. See, if those that run the media and run politics can't psyop you into voting in favor of your own destruction, they'll just implement it anyway. If what the majority wants is in line with what they want, then it's all about democracy. It's the will of the people. That's why we do this. We have a mandate from the people. They want it. The majority of the people want this. We have no choice but to implement it. Then in other cases, like in Ireland, when nationwide reputable polls come out showing that 75% of people in Ireland think that Ireland has taken in too many asylum uh, asylum seekers and want it rolled back with only 19% of people saying, actually, we could use more. Well, suddenly the will of the majority comes second to the will of those in power as Irish Justice Minister Helen McEntee insists high levels of immigration will continue. 75% of her population says they don't want more immigration. She says, too bad, you're getting more immigration. Whether you like it or not, this is our democracy. The majority gets what they want if it's in line with the designs of the elite. If it's not, then the elites get what they want anyway, with or without your manufactured consent. Just like in Germany, where you have these headlines, one immediately after the other. Germany's far-right party now pulls higher than the three parties in government, followed immediately by Germany is thinking of simply banning the far-right. As radical conservatives continue to rise, Germany's mainstream is desperate for a fix. See, when an idea is so popular, you have to ban it. That's democracy, right? When a political party gets so popular that's pulling higher than everybody else, well, that's when you get the spy state to call it a domestic terrorist group and ban it outright from representation. The state of our democracy. This is our democracy that we're fighting for. And I don't just mean fighting in the information war. What about the real war that is going on for our democracy? After all, we have to stand up against big bad Putin, who ironically in person's less journalists than America or the UK does by like a factor of 10. Kind of weird, isn't it? The tyrannical authoritarian dictator that we're supposed to fear like the next coming of Hitler is less oppressive than the democracies that he's fighting. Especially when you have articles like this. Zelensky will not hold Ukrainian elections without financial support from the US EU. Give him money or you don't get to vote. He'll just remain in power forever until he gets what he wants. So, hey, to defend democracy, you ban the most popular party. To defend democracy, you do the thing that the vast majority, the supermajority, 75% of your population is not in favor of. You do it anyway. To defend democracy, you kick the most popular dissident politician off the ballot by fiat at the Supreme Court level. To defend democracy, you cancel elections and throw journalists in prison. That's not the only place this is happening. 
course, in the Ukraine war, Poland has been a, a major and important ally. And today, Polish public media chiefs were dismissed. News Channel stops broadcasting. The management of Polish public television, radio, and news agency PAP have been dismissed, the culture minister said on Wednesday, as one public news channel that critics have said become politicized under the previous government went off air. Yeah, they sent in police to the main opposition news channel and uh, shut it down and fired all of the operators. You know, our democracy. To preserve our democracy, you have to send the Gestapo in to shut down the media broadcasts that question you, you know, to defend democracy. So we'll, we'll focus on what's happening with Donald Trump in Colorado in the next hour. I just want to point out that this isn't something that's happening in America. It's happening in every European country, all throughout the Western world. These systems, these governments, which over literally centuries through trial and error, through revolution and suppression, worked their way towards some semblance of fairness, some semblance of what you could call democracy in the most beneficent way, the most beneficent light, the idea that the people are not subject to the capricious whims of some unelected nobility. We've strived and, and fought our way out of the mire of tyranny and despotism, and now we're being dragged back into it. We're being those those things that are upholding our house above the swamp being knocked down one by one. Sleepless nights seem to be a lot more common these days with everything that's going on both at home and the world at large. If you are having trouble getting to that deep sleep we could all use more of, our new sleep support formula, Down and Out, is just the thing. It's our new, faster-absorbing liquid formula that is specifically designed to help you get the shut-eye you deserve. Formulated to improve upon our best-selling product, Knockout, with Down and Out, now the herbs and melatonin packed inside are extracted directly into the glycerin solution. So the ingredients are already dissolved into the formula before you even take it. One of the other sleep support herbs included is the passion flower, which was traditionally used by Native Americans like the Cherokees, who used it for its relaxing qualities. Be sure to take this product when you are completely ready for sleep, because you will be down and out. Selling out now at InfoWarsStore.com. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about Colorado, shall we? Seeing images of that uh, volcano eruption. I don't know, man. I, I mean, honestly, when you you just think about everything that's going on, it I, I guess it's like uh, looking at, at Rome during the fall or something, where you just think about this as a historian, and it's like, like, all right, the economy is going terribly. No shortage. The number of stories of the skyrocketing price of houses and people dipping into their retirement or their savings to 
deal with, you know, a thousand dollar expense to get their car fixed or something and they're going into bankruptcy and just the wars and the chaos and the strife and the misery and the, you know, just like massive murder rates and the shoplifting gangs that are forcing businesses to shut down, leaving entire downtowns completely vacant, like in San Francisco where they have entire buildings with no tenants because the crime rates are out of control and the streets are covered in poop and now they're drinking the poop water coming out of their sinks. And it's just – and you just think about a historian looking back on this and going, what was the government doing at the time? It's like, well, I, let's – Let's take a look what they've done. They, uh, well, they declared a transgender day of remembrance. So there's that. They uh, did, a, did a parade route about abortion, about killing babies. So there's that. And a man dressed like a woman take her shirt off in front of the White House. They, that, they did that. Like at least, at least Tiberius had the decency to go to a little island, you know, to do his degeneracy. He didn't bring it back to Rome. And you just think about, you know, we're just showing the images of the volcano and it's just like, when they want something, they get it, right? I mean, they want... They want to shut up right-wingers on the internet. They get it. They're censored. They're destroyed. Child pornography, uh, that's everywhere, apparently. 70 million images in a single year. That just keeps going. There's, uh, they can't stop that, apparently. If they want you to eat bugs, they'll get it. They'll get you eating bugs. They will take your car away. They will take your gas oven away. They'll do it. I mean, there's no... There's no lack of ability or competency in America. It's just entirely dedicated to ridiculous bullcrap. I just, I don't even, I don't even want to talk about the, the, the Trump Colorado thing. Cause it's just, what is there to say about it? What is there to say about it? Here's what I'll say about it. This is not a test for patriots. This is not a test for conservatives. This is like an easy answer for us. It's like a Scantron, but the only answer available is A. You just bubble in A. Like, it's just, we just know what's going on. It's just obvious. This is a test for all of the Trump haters out there. This is a test that they're subjecting you to Because they want to know, have they brainwashed you enough? Are you so far gone that you cannot recognize a blatant attack on your most fundamental rights as Americans? Is your view of American politics so warped? Have they insinuated into your mind such a vicious and illogical hatred of Trump that you're going to go along with your disenfranchisement. You're going to allow an unelected body to remove a presidential candidate from the ballot on entirely spurious claims. Are you... 
You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, folks. Second hour is on The American Journal. This live broadcast Wednesday, December 20th. I just... All right, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into the Trump-Colorado ballot thing. I just tell me when you get that video in, because all right, this video sort of explains why I don't even want to get into it. Like, I it's it's too much. Honestly, it's too much. I like I I literally can't handle the state that we're in right now. So I'm not going to call for violence. But I am certainly thinking about violence a lot. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's like, what, what are you supposed to do with these people? Well, let's watch the video. You tell me. How are you supposed to talk to this person? Okay. This is uh, Mara Gay on the NBC morning show. She's from the New York Times editorial board. This is the editorial board of the New York Times. This is our newspaper of record. It's one of the most storied and celebrated publications of all time. She's on the editorial board. We're talking about very serious topics. We're talking about Donald Trump, the leader of the Republican Party, who is being charged with dozens of of entirely fabricated charges, all orchestrated, coordinated, and puppeteered by the current ruling regime and their attack dogs in the DOJ. And if we could talk about this sensibly, we could probably... Both sides would understand what an outrageous precedent this would be setting. But instead, we're dealing with people like this. Let's watch. To the um, to the Republican candidates argument that this should be the voters should have the say and not the courts. Why are you standing with Confederates who betrayed this country? And this is what they're standing with is the spirit of those Confederates rather than the. Americans who came together after a long and brutal civil war that was fought to keep the union together uh, and saw, clearly saw a threat in ex-Confederates running for office, so much so that they amended the Constitution to prevent those traitors from running for office. That should send a message that our election system, our electoral system, can be used for nefarious purposes against the democracy right. itself. It's clear. Uh, it's clear as day. Well, something is certainly clear as day. You know, what do you, like... Trump, the guy who let... Black people, minorities, Jewish people play at his golf courses. He like broke that record. He no, is, he is just a, he is he embodies what the Confederacy stood for. I don't think you understand, Matt. According to 
the New York Times editorial board. Trump is a confederate from 1860. Trump is the ghost of Robert E. Lee. When asked about whether unelected judges or the people should decide on who they get to vote for, her response is to let the people decide is to stand with the confederacy. I'm just saying maybe talking with these people is a waste of breath. Maybe when you have somebody like that, there's nothing you can do to talk to them. Why are you standing with the Confederates? I'm just, you know. Just because it was made uh, in response to the Civil War doesn't mean that your opponents are the Confederacy racist or apparently that's what it means. Slave owners. A law, a, a provision that was put into place after the actual Civil War, where armies of hundreds of thousands of people murdered each other for years on end. And it was put into place to prevent the people that engaged in open rebellion with the United States was never even implemented after the Civil War. For the nearly 200 years since then, it has been a forgotten, defunct measure that's never been even raised. But now apparently because Donald Trump gave a speech hours before there was a protest where it got a little out of hand and the police murdered a bunch of protesters. Now he's a Confederate. I, you know, like, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? At a certain point, at, at, a, at, a, at a certain point, <laughs> he just, I mean, I guess they're, I guess they're trying to get this reaction out, like, I don't know. I'm sort of torn because it's like, on one hand, I, like, there is no peaceful solution to this. I honestly, I don't know what it is. I don't think there is one. I don't think there is one. We've got MSNBC, the primary media outlets of our country, interviewing the editor of the New York Times, somebody on the editorial board. And she's sitting there saying, if you don't let us remove your candidate from the ballot, you're siding with the Confederate States of America from 200 years ago. We're supposed to take that seriously. So, so oh, well, that's a that's a good point. But here's a counterpoint. Here's what's here's what we're going to need to do. We're going to need to start running ads in Colorado on how to properly spell Donald Trump's name for the write in. And that's the thing. I was thinking that same thing. Yesterday. And when he beats when he beats Nikki Haley or whoever else wants to run against him in Colorado in the primary. Right. 
that's going to that's going to say something, right? When when the write-in Donald Trump beats the the GOP candidate, that's going to be awesome. We'll get into it to if that would be necessary or if writing in would even work. So, I mean, if you're banned from the ballot, I think you're banned from being a write-in candidate too. I mean, the idea is that you're banned from holding office. So it doesn't even matter if you get the right number of votes. They're saying that you're banned from holding office because you engaged in insurrection. Words have definition. You can't just. It's so it's so utterly insane. <laughs> I, I, I don't you know, I just. I don't know. I can't I can't be the person up here doing that. I can't I can't. If there's one thing that I make sure to do is to just tell the truth and just tell you what I think about things. I can't tell you what I'm thinking. I just can't. I just can't. So at a certain point, you just can't talk to these people. Why are you standing with Confederates that betrayed this country? I like how Oren McIntyre on uh, Twitter responded to this. The rhetoric escalated to January 6th was a civil war and we need imperial power to reconstruct red states without missing a beat. All I can say that running through my mind just images of (laughs) I I can't say I can't say it. I'm sorry I can't say it. But oh, on the yeah, topic I'd... of civil war, I you know, maybe we have something to talk about here. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. When we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you. That's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. 
You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, I think I figured out. I think I figured out why I have such a, a problem with all this. Obviously, there's, there's lots of reasons to have a problem with it, but there's something about the way that people on both sides are treating this with any legitimacy at all that just infuriates me. It's just this idea, that old saying, right, just like, they're spitting in our face and telling us it's raining. We're supposed to sit here and act like that's a legitimate claim to make. We're supposed to sit here and act like this has, like we should be arguing the points. Well, it's technically not an insurrection. It's just like, they're just attacking us. They're just doing this. They're just installing tyranny just right out in front of us. And I don't want to treat it like it's even worth discussing. It's like. I'm trying to think of just like an analogy or, or a metaphor or something. Where you've just got like dudes with a moving van showing up to your house and they just start like unloading your stuff and you're like what the hell are you doing they're like oh we're here from a collections agency you you defaulted on debts we're here to collect your stuff for payment and you're like i never took out a loan and you're just robbing me and we're supposed to sit here and like debate whether you defaulted and like well let's look at the numbers and well i didn't actually take out that loan uh, I took out this other loan, and it's so like, no, they're just they're just robbing you. So just stop them from robbing you. It, it, you don't need to debate whether, like, you never took out a loan. There's no collections agency. There's no bank that ordered this. This isn't legal. You don't have. Like, that's how it feels to me. Is you like you're sitting here, people sitting here arguing over the details of just a blatant criminal act of just they're just obviously taking Trump off the ballot and charging with all these crimes because they hate him and they want him gone. There's no there's no subtlety to this. There's no nuance. There's no two sides. They're just removing Trump from the ballot because they don't want him on the ballot. And that's it. And that's what happened. They can couch it in insurrection. They could couch it in whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. It doesn't matter what the guy with the gun to like tells you about collection agencies. He's just robbing you. He's just sticking a gun in your face and taking your stuff. And it's like if we can deal with it like that, if we can deal with it just with the the basis of what's going on, just the sh- shed away all the claims of insurrection, all the claims of trials, and all the claims of this and that. It's just like they're just robbing us. They're just stealing our election in front of us right out in the open, and that's it. That's just what's happening. So we'll get we'll get into it, but we'll go to this video by this John Turley on Fox responding to this. And he resp- like he's, he's telling the truth. He's responding well, but I, ca- I, I can't help but fear and feel infuriated that you're even discussing the claims they're making 
because that like lends them too much legitimacy to even talk about insurrection, to even say like, was this an insurrection or not? It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't, you think it matters to them? You think it matters? You think they really think it's an insurrection? If you can convince them that it wasn't an insurrection, they'll be like, oh, gee, it wasn't. I guess he can be on the ballot. They don't care. They don't care. They know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. It's like thinking that you can argue with the thieves that, no, actually, I didn't default on it. They know. They know what they're doing. They're just robbing you. They're just doing this. So it just infuriates me that I have, like, all these articles about, like, all the way people are reacting to it. And it's just like maybe democracy just doesn't exist. And we just need to come to terms with that. And we just need to understand where we are. And just start making alternative plans. Uh, maybe that's where we are at this point. Here's clip 18. Here's uh, Jonathan Turley on uh, Fox News yesterday. Well, this court just handed partisans on both sides uh, the ultimate tool to try to uh, shortcut elections. And it's very, very dangerous. I mean, this country is a powder keg, and this court is just throwing matches at it. And I think that uh, it's a real mistake, but I think that they're wrong on the law. You know, January 6th was many things, most of it not good. In my view, it was not an insurrection. It was a riot. That doesn't mean that the people responsible for that day shouldn't be held accountable. Uh, but to call this an insurrection for the purposes of disqualification uh, would create a slippery slope for every state in the union. This is a time when we actually need democracy. We need to allow the, the voters to vote. We need to hear their decision. And the court here just said, you're not going to get that. Uh, in Colorado, we're not going to let you vote for Donald Trump. Now. And, you know, you could dislike now. Trump. You could believe he's responsible for January 6th. But this isn't the way to do it. I mean, it is, you know, for the people that say they're trying to protect democracy, this is hands down the most now, anti-democratic. Please opinion i've seen in my lifetime yeah duh <laughs> they think they're defending no they don't think they're defending democracy they're just exerting political power it's as simple as that to take his metaphor take his analogy take his imagery you're throwing matches on a powder keg right keg of gunpowder what this actually looks like is these people are behind a blast wall they're behind a firewall. We're sitting in a room with a powder keg. They're like throwing matches through a slot at the powder keg, trying to get it to explode. We're sitting there going, hey, that's a powder keg. Hey, if that explodes, we're going to get hurt. And they're just like behind this like plexiglass wall. It's like 10 inches thick, just being like, I know. I know it is. I'm trying to kill you. It's like to argue about this. Hey, they're throwing matches on the powder keg. Yeah, they know. They've tied you to the powder keg, and they're far out of the blast radius, shooting fire at it, trying to explode it. Uh, it's just, again, yeah, it's a very good point, right? It's a, it's a powder keg, and they're throwing matches on it. We need democracy now. It's like, mm-hmm, yeah, we know. They know exactly what they're doing. They're just doing it. They're just doing it. So we can stop them. But I don't, I don't, know, I don't know how talking is going to stop them ever. I don't think it's going to. So we need to figure out what to do maybe i need to open up the phone lines maybe i need your input on this so maybe we'll do that in just a second i'm gonna try to treat this professionally i'm trying to actually uh 
I guess, treat this like it has any legitimacy. <laughs> Again, I mean, that's the thing. It's like... <laughs> uh, I, you know, but I just, I honestly, I just have trouble doing it because it's like, it's like I have to participate. It's like I'm having to participate in this attack on us by even treating it legitimately at all. We'll treat it legitimately. We'll treat it as if it's legitimate. We'll go to break. We'll come back. Read what the New York Times says. I'll read why this is going to go to the Supreme Court and what's going to happen after that. Why mail-in ballots or um, write-in candidates is not going to work. I'll do it. We'll do it. Okay. Brain force first. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us. Really trying here. Please do not forget that my book has gone number one on a bunch of the different subcharts. The Great Awakening Part 2 of The Great Reset, twice as long. The plan to defeat the globalists launched the next great renaissance. But if you want to get destroyed free shipping, double Patriot points, Turbo Force, the best nootropic, 10-hour clean energy booster. It, it, it's the highest quality ingredients. It's amazing. Turbo Force back at stock, InfoWarsStore.com. Up to 60% off on so many great products that are there. Winter Sun, the highest quality vitamin D3 that boosts your immune system, take it under the tongue for absorption. It's back in stock, 40% off. Winter Sun, Turbo Force, X2, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, DNA Force Plus, Vaso Beach for your blood and your heart and what it does for a nitric boost. Nitric boost. It's all there. InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. I'm going to uh, treat this like it's some, some serious thing. We have to actually with on the grounds of our enemies. We'll do that. All right, let's do it. Let's get into it. New York Times article says this. Trump is disqualified from 2024 ballot. Colorado court says an explosive ruling. Colorado's top court ruled on Tuesday that former President Donald J. Trump is disqualified from holding office again because he engaged in insurrection with his actions leading up to the January 6th storming of the Capitol, an explosive ruling that's likely to put the basic contours of the 2024 election in the hands of the U.S. Supreme Court. The ruling directs Colorado Secretary of State to exclude Mr. Trump's name from the state's Republican primary ballot. It does not address the general election. Mr. Trump's campaign said immediately that it would appeal the decision to the U.S. Supreme Court. The Colorado justices anticipated that likelihood by putting their ruling on hold until at least January 4th. If Mr. Trump appeals before then, the hold will continue until the Supreme Court rules. And while Tuesday's ruling applies to only one state, it could force the nation's highest court to decide the question for all 50. Well, that should be pretty simple because he didn't engage in insurrection. He was charged with insurrection during the impeachment, which was, in fact, a trial on that exact matter, and he was acquitted in it. So seems pretty simple. When you're accused of something, have a trial, and then are acquitted, you then are not subject to the punishments of the thing of which you were accused. So he is now being subjected to the punishment for a crime that he was committed, he was acquitted of having committed. Mr. And again, it's just 
bub- the bubbling rage when you hear things like this. Mr. Trump's campaign denounced the ruling, which is likely to inflame a Republican base that he has primed to see the array of civil and criminal cases against him as a witch hunt. He primed people to see this as a witch hunt. It's not that it's obviously a witch hunt. It's not that this is the only time this has ever happened in American history where a former president is not just being charged for a crime, but is being charged for like a dozen different crimes by a dozen different actuaries in the Justice Department that is all being coordinated by the White House, that they put a special prosecutor, not for a particular case, but for a particular person saying, go after him for the documents, go after him for January 6th, go after him for the 2020 election, go after him for whatever, just get him like – no, but it's it, Trump primed us. We would not think this without Trump saying this. I don't even know. I mean, I, I, Trump doesn't even make statements that often anymore. Like none of this is from Trump. None of this is because Trump primed people to see. Like if Trump wasn't saying this, then we would just be like, oh, a legitimate court proceeding. They're going to come to the right decision and we're going to have justice. And then Trump comes along and says something and we all change our mind. I mean – they, just, they have to phrase everything like this. They have to. They have to. And this was all carried out by Noah Bookbinder, the president of Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. So it's a Soros-funded group. Soros, this international billionaire criminal that's crashed entire economies around the world who should have been arrested probably decades ago at this point. He just gives millions upon millions of dollars to professionals who are the least ethical, least moral people in the world to put on the guise of ethics and morality to spend day after day, hour after hour, a full-time job doing anything they can to disrupt and eliminate democracy in America. And they're just able to get this ruling. They're just able to present this case despite – and they, they tried it. They've tried it in a dozen different states – They've tried it in uh, Michigan. They tried it in all over New Hampshire, Minnesota, Michigan. Every one of these just gets thrown out immediately. They're like, no, he didn't. There wasn't an insurrection. There was no insurrection. There was no insurrection. What are they even talking? This is the craziest thing. There There wasn't even an insurrection. What are they even talking about? How did it get this far? How did it get this far? That's the real upsetting thing. This is just like. I, I guess that, you know, the, the good thing about this is it really puts into stark relief how thoroughly gone America is. Not only that this would be suggested, that it would be actually presented to a court, that the court would actually pick it up, that the court would actually decide on it, that the mainstream media would actually treat it with sincerity and seriousness. How many layers of our society have been wholly compromised at this point? And what is necessary to get back some semblance, some modicum of reality back in this system? It's just crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. So, I mean, the good news is that – by actually electing Donald Trump in 2016 and 2020 for that matter, but by actually electing him in 2016, he was able to get some good people on the Supreme Court. So there's some hope there, although we don't know. 
We don't know. I mean, who knows? The Supreme Court could literally just be like, no, we're not picking it up. He's disqualified. (laughs) I mean, they could do that. Also, by the way, I do need to correct myself. Earlier, I said that there could be a write-in campaign. Actually, that's not true. Right. They've also banned the uh, electors from counting those votes as well. Yeah. All hope is lost in Colorado. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he was going to win Colorado anyway. But it's like... I don't know. I mean, the people of Colorado, are you not insulted? Are you not infuriated? I said, if I was Trump, I'd put up big billboards, with the pictures of the Supreme Court justices, the, the four of them in the Colorado Supreme Court. It's a court of seven, three of them dissented. But they got that one. So, you know, four people in Colorado basically have decided for the entire state, you don't get to vote for Donald Trump. Even if I didn't support Donald Trump, are you not personally insulted by this? You're an American citizen. You get to vote for who you want to. Even if the person that you don't want to vote for, even if you're not going to vote for Donald Trump, the fact that somebody would come along and tell you that you can't, like you're sitting there like about to vote, you've got Donald Trump and Joe Biden on the, on the ballot, and you're about to vote for Joe Biden, and somebody comes up and is just like, you cannot vote for Donald Trump, you're not allowed to. I don't know, there's something in me that just goes, well, now I'm going to. Because who the... Who the hell are you to think you can tell me who I can vote for? Who do you think you are? An insurrection. My God. So again, Greg Price points this out, as we just read in the New York Times article. If review is sought by the Supreme Court before the stay expires, which is January 4th, it shall remain in place, and the secretary will continue to be required to include President Trump's name on the 2024 presidential primary ballot until the receipt of any order or mandate from the Supreme Court. So if the Supreme Court doesn't just immediately drop this case, then he will still be on the ballot. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. The fact they tried this, the fact they've gotten so far with it, the fact that not only that, you've got people like Dan Crenshaw coming out in favor of this. You've got rhino Republicans actually not just treating this with legitimacy like we saw john turley do where you can dissent and disagree but you still act like this has some sort of legitimacy the republicans like dan crenshaw are actually acting like this is like a good thing this is like a good ballot this is like a good decision here they should be removed from the ballot they believe i i just i mean it's just it's just it's just insane it's just utterly insane it's like charging him for murder, and there's no dead body, and there's no missing person, and there's no victim. There's no insurrection. There was no insurrection. What are they even talking about? The protest where a bunch of protesters were killed by police shooting at them point blank. The protest that was peaceful until the cops fired flashbangs into the crowd, forcing them forward into the police lines where they beat them to death. Was that the insurrection, the insurrection where nobody was armed, the insurrection where there was absolutely no plan as laid out in the courts themselves, who claimed it was an unspoken conspiracy? It was a mental connection that everybody had where they just all knew they were going to insurrect, but none of them brought weapons. None of them made plans. There was no insurrection. So what are we talking about? 
why is anybody treating this with anything other than laughable contempt? In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. Please do not forget that my book has gone number one on a bunch of the different subcharts. The Great Awakening Part 2 of The Great Reset, twice as long. The Plan to Defeat the Globalists launched the next great renaissance. But if you want to get destroyed for shipping, double Patriot points, Turbo Force, the best nootropic, 10-hour clean energy booster. It, it, it's the highest quality ingredients. It's amazing. Turbo Force back in stock, InfoWarsStore.com. Up to 60% off on so many great products that are there. Winter Sun, the highest quality vitamin D3 that boosts your immune system, taken under the tongue for absorption. It's back in stock, 40% off. Winter Sun, Turbo Force, X2, Vitamin Mineral Fusion, DNA Force Plus, Vaso Beach for your blood and your heart and what it does for a nitric boost. Nitric boost. It's all there. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. response to the ruling from the Colorado Supreme Court, the Colorado Republican Party has announced it will withdraw from the primary and convert to a pure caucus system if the state's Supreme Court ruling stands. Quote, we will withdraw from the primary as a party and convert to a pure caucus system if this is allowed to stand. Whatever you have to do, whatever you have to do to defeat this. But once again, we're in this situation where it's like, what is the crime? What is the charge for attempted vi- attempted tyranny, like attempted murder? Just because you just because it didn't succeed in getting Trump off the ballot, you did try to subvert the foundation of our electoral system. So we're going to let him get away with this. John Bown at Newsbound. On Twitter has a good take on this. He says this per usual Soros and crew are working loopholes. However, and I, I believe that's the, that's the initialism for this group, right? Citizens of responsible ethics or whatever. I assume that's what he means when he says crew in all capital letters. 
uh, per usual, Soros and crew are working loopholes. However, if the Supreme Court finds that Trump did not violate Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, a.k.a. rebellion or insurrection, which he didn't, then the ball rolls right back to Soros and his underlings. The Federal Elections Campaign Act of 1971, pursuant to 18 U.S.C.S. 241, two or more persons are prohibited from conspiring to injure, oppress, threaten, or intimidate any person in any state, territory, commonwealth, possession, or district in the free exercise or enjoyment of any right or privilege secured to him by the Constitution or laws of the United States or because of his or her having so exercised the same. I would argue that the Soros and crew that Soros and crew have conspired against every citizen of the United States. It's a gray area because no one has interfered in our election so boldly and a precedent of this magnitude has no previous foothold. But just a drop drop of jurisprudence into the intent of the crew watchdog group behind this reveals an open hostility to the average American voter. No matter your political leanings, the the precedent is corrupt on its face and it is dangerous. George Soros just crossed the Rubicon. Soros, his children, and his supporters must be fined and permanently banished from our political process and our country and our country as reason would dictate. But we are ruled over by deeply dug in corrupt and psychopathic sociopathic madness. This isn't about Trump anymore. This is about a foreign oligarch twisting a constitutional amendment in in order to alter the future of the 2024 presidential election, thus altering the free exercise of the future of the United States. Not only does the Supreme Court clearly need to overturn the ruling of the Colorado Supreme Court, but the congressman must now address this grievous breach of the republic, or it will set a precedent that will corrode the foundation of the United States of America and will set in motion an already massively corrupt Soros funded executive branch towards an inevitable totalitarian dictatorship. I completely agree. I mean, this, this should be a call to arms for the Congress. This should be a clarion call, a wake up call, not just to denounce this, not just go on Twitter and say, I disagree. This is bad, but like go on the offense, hardcore, go on the offense, just start calling committees up, today start getting the congress together today and go we desperately need to pass a law because as john bound just laid out this is a blatant attempt to destroy the democratic process in america funded by a foreigner who's using ngos and billions of dollars to just scattershot you know try to get trump off the ballot in whatever state they can by whatever methods they can in complete abject violation of the constitutional rights of Americans to actually have a fair say in their country. There should be new laws written to address this. They should repeal the 14th Amendment. Uh, I mean, there's like a dozen different things they should be doing today, putting bills on the floor, taking votes for it, doing investigations, demanding documents, demanding, you know, internal discussions between the people that orchestrated this sending them to jail if they refuse to provide them. Now is the time to go on the absolute offensive. For the sake of this republic, for the sake of our entire system, something has to be done in response to this. Not just in defense of what they're trying to do, but in offense against them ever trying anything like this ever again. Has to be done. John Bowden laid out a very good argument for it right there. Of course, Trump in response to this, Biden should drop all these fake political indictments against me, both criminal and civil. Every case I'm fighting is the work of the DOJ and White House. No such thing has ever happened in our country before. Banana Republic election interference. 
don't even know what to say. Peter Spilakios on Twitter says, whether it's Harvard saying you're a star, uh, if you're a star, they let you do plagiarism, or the Colorado Supreme Court trying to preemptively cancel the 2024 election, overreach by elite liberals that feel they are above the rule helps Trump by creating a general atmosphere of moral chaos. Uh, Responding to this, Sagar... In Jetty says Trump's genius is he makes his enemies into what they accuse him of to protect democracy. They violate democracy to fight racism. They implement literal race quotas to fight norms. They violate to protect norms. They violate norms. Trump is a spotlight slash accelerant on the contradictions of the elite. Very true. Now, Vivek Ramaswamy has pledged to withdraw from the Colorado ballot amid Trump's removal, a very admirable thing. And he's calling on other uh, presidential primary Republican candidates to do the same. I doubt they will because they're all despicable scumbags. Let's go to clip number 10 here. This is Vivek Ramaswamy pledging to withdraw from the uh, Colorado primary ballot. Let's watch. They have just tried to bar President Trump from the Colorado ballot using an unconstitutional maneuver that is a bastardization of the 14th Amendment to our U.S. Constitution. This was a provision, Section 3, that was designed to bar Confederate members, people who switched to the Confederacy, from actually being able to serve. That's very different than what's at issue here, to say the least. This is a hollowed out husk of what the country was built on. The basic principle that we, the people, select our leadership, not the unelected elite class in the back of palace halls. That's old world Europe, not the United States. That's why I'm making a pledge today that I will withdraw. I pledge to withdraw from the Colorado GOP primary ballot unless and until Trump's name is restored. And I demand that Ron DeSantis and Chris Christie and Nikki Haley do the same thing, or else these Republicans are simply complicit in this unconstitutional attack on the way we conduct our constitutional republic. I refuse to be complicit in that. I think what they're doing is wrong. And I think it's up to Republicans to step up and stand up with a spine for our country's future. That's really what's at stake whether we the people actually have a say in deciding who leads this country. Yes, it would be easier for other Republicans like me who are running in this race to say, hey, if Trump is sidelined, there's our opportunity. No doubt other candidates are probably privately celebrating with their corporate sponsors. That's not the right thing to do. I think the most useful thing that every GOP candidate can do right now is to join me in that pledge. I'll say that I will withdraw from that Colorado GOP primary ballot until Trump's name is restored. This belongs to the people, not to the unelected Democratic cabal of judges in Colorado or any other state. And I demand that Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley and Chris Christie do the same thing, or else they're complicit in what this security state is trying to do to shut down Trump. I stand by that and I expect them to do the right thing. Very, very powerful and uh, appropriate statement from Vivek Ramaswamy. I'm just uh, checking Ron DeSantis's uh, Twitter here. Nope, nothing about any of this. He's talking about hunting and fishing licenses. Wonderful. And of course, the Republicans, the m- mainstream fake conservatives, the rhinos, have just the most typical and, and despicable and disappointing response to this. Vivek Ramaswamy pledges to withdraw from the Colorado ballot amid Trump removal. Dan Crenshaw tweets this out saying, maybe he should just withdraw from all the other states too. Yeah, maybe he should just drop out. Can you, ima- can you imagine going to war and getting your eye shot out for America and then still being so moronic, being so 
utterly complicit in its destruction. Imagine something you feel so strongly about that you're willing to sacrifice your life, sacrifice the vision of one of your eyes to uphold, only to allow it to be stolen from you in peacetime. And, and you're polite to the thieves. I mean, it's just... Hmm. Naya Bukele, uh, president of uh, El Salvador, responds to this ruling by saying the United States has lost its ability to lecture any country about democracy. Yeah, I mean, we're not a we're not a democracy. We're not even a republic. It really puts into stark relief what our options are at this point. Again, I'm sorry. This is this is a very rare circumstance where having trouble expressing myself because I can't just say what I would like to. One of the most frustrating things about being awake to the globalist agenda is seeing the general public still asleep. By and large, not aware of the magnitude of the incredible danger they're under, but also the ongoing attacks and the magnitude of the death caused by the lethal injections masquerading as vaccines. It is so frustrating to see people going about their daily lives oblivious. And you realize ignorance is not bliss, it equals death. But people are starting to really understand how serious things are, and that's that's a hard thing to do because to wake up to a dystopic reality and realize that we're in the middle of a giant biological weapons war against humanity and that there's mass sterilization that's already taken place and they're cutting off all the major energy sources is really hard to deal with, but it's the reality. Facing it is our only chance to turn this around because stuff's about to get really, really nasty. Infowars.com. <laughs> 